Simplicity of Happiness. Today from Goldiville in Switzerland. This is episode number 12. I am Florian Hornig and you can call me Flo. So good to have you back. I am going to talk about health today. So I am very clearly not giving you a recipe for a happy life, but much more of a whole cookbook of different recipes because our life is so full of different details and it happens to many of us that we lose track of one detail or that we forget that it's important. And so I want to give you an overview of what needs to happen for a healthy living. I just gave another webinar the last week about your happy life. And I always focus on the body because There's no healthy mind without a healthy body. And very often there's not a complete healthy body without a healthy mind. Um, because the, the, the communication inside of our bodies, very often it works through hormones. And hormones are produced somewhere in the body and very often triggered by the brain. And in another case, it's, it's, it's triggered by the body. For example, our vagus nerve which connects our gut directly with the brain, is sending much more information from the gut to the brain than the other way around. And and that's that's normal because what you eat defines how you feel, defines if you are if you have enough nutrition for the day, if you have enough energy for the day. And at at least I don't think most of the time about what my what my gut has to do what my belly has to do in the moment. That's somehow running automatically. But whenever whenever there's something not clear, then there are lots of information that are sent to the brain. And um, there you see that if our body is in a bad shape, it can influence the way we think. And the way we think can influence the way our body is working. Especially because we can very consciously, we can make... We can adapt to different situations and we can analyze what is uh, what is wrong at the moment and um, try to fix this. So just in case you're interested in learning more about my seven steps for an unstressful life, I call it unstressful because when something in our body is out of shape, it leads to stress. When we don't feel good, very often we feel stressed from something. So if you figure out what's stressing you, you can maybe reduce this or fix this and then have an unstressed life. And if it's unstressed, very often people tend to become very happy. 
So I called the uh, webinar Your Happy Life. The next one will be around end of July. Have a look in the show notes or on the website. I'm going to post it so you can register for this. Um, it's uh, it's a it's a link at a booking service or a booking agency. And if you enter the um, code Simplicity, you will go get to listen to this for free. So keep it in mind if you are interested in it. So the seven steps are sleep body, nutrition, state of mind, motivation, beliefs, and habits. I'm going to start from the back because habits is things you do without thinking about it. So everything, every action you do, which is automated. And you might have actions that are not really healthy. So if you find out about these actions, you can try to replace them by something else. And you tr can try to learn healthy things, healthy actions, and try to automate them. And then they become ha habits. You don't have to think about them. When you get up in the morning, you still do them. So I'm not going to talk about this today. Beliefs is somehow like habits it's automated thinking processes and you can strip them down and you can try to find out what is holding you back and try to change those beliefs from restricting beliefs to empowering beliefs motivation is deep in our psychology what is motivating us in the end of the day And there I'm going to talk about um, basic desires. Um, this is a theory founded by Stephen Rees in the USA. And um, values. And I'm talking lots about spiral dynamics, uh, Claire W. Graves and the nine levels of consciousness. So, in this episode today, I would like you to focus on sleep, body, or nutrition. Because that gives you the physical health. And I start with sleep because what, whatever good we do for our body, this is, well, it's put into action, it's put into life, it's, it's stored in our memory when we sleep. So it does not matter or, or it's... In the end of the day, you will lose so much of your energy if you're putting good work in your body and if you're eating the right stuff but you don't sleep well. Because the time when the tissue is repaired happens during the sleep and the time when, for example, your bones are repaired and your muscles are strengthened, this all happens during your sleep. So if you do a perfect exercise and perfect nutrition, perfect state of mind but you have a crappy sleep, You won't reach your goals at the end of the day. So focus on sleep first before you start training. Well, you will see that this is a part of the part of the story. Our sleep is or directed by sunlight. Normally we had some or we have some triggers in our body that make us wake up when the light 
starts to shine. So one of the most important things is get more sunlight. Get it early in the morning. Get your hormones hormones working. Um, Get your cortisol level up. Get your melatonin level down so that you're fit for the day and that you um, have all the day to get sleepy after this. So the, the, the later you start the day, the more problems you will have to fall asleep at the right time in the evening. Because the most important sleep times right um, before midnight or the two hours before midnight, you can say approximately about one or two hours after sunset, your from your hormonal production, you should be the sleepiest. And if you go to bed at that time, you have the best sleep. For having the best sleep, avoid screen before bedtime. Try to darken your room. Use blackout curtains or if you live somewhere in the countryside and there's no artificial light shining in your room, make sure you have no other artificial light in your room because we have um, light receptors all over our body. So even if you are wearing these sleeping glasses, the stuff that covers your eyes, um, you can still have reduced sleep quality because the other receptors in your skin are still telling your body, get up, get up, it's, it's light outside and maybe it's only your TV screen. Do less caffeine, especially not after noon. Try to sleep e- cooler prefer cooler than hotter because normally during the night our body temperature goes down so if you keep your body too warm it might not sleep deep enough eat the right stuff so there you see it's linked to nutrition um train hard and early this is linked to the body workout i'm going to talk about this soon um, try to get all of the electrical stuff out of bed, no cell phone, no tablet, no um, computer, no screen, and never use it there so that your body gets used to, well, when I'm going to bed, go right asleep. If you have, if you are a lot overweight and you have problems sleeping, it might be connected to overweight as well. So if you're just a little out of shape, well, don't worry about it concerning the sleep. But um, your hormonal production is a lot different when you are a lot overweight and um, it might uh, be a problem for you breathing as well as night. So this could be another aspect. Don't drink alcohol before bed. I mean, if you drink alcohol, drink it at dinner and then maybe you stay up for another hour or two so that the alcohol level drops a little bit because you will skip some really important um, periods in your sleep especially the REM period where your memory is stored. If you have problems with inner chatter, then do some meditation to calm down in the evening so that you're not worrying about the whole world. And, well, if you have problems to fall asleep at night, if you have problems to fall asleep before 11, well, get up earlier. Another point is body. And um, I make it qu- I make it quite simple. Do more strength, less cardio. 
high-intensity training early in the morning. If you do it in the evening, your body is too hot and you don't sleep well. Do it early in the morning, your cortisol level rises and you have the whole day to work on that to become really sleepy at night. And the memory from the morning, if you do high-intensity training, is stored in your muscles and you will have a deep sleep and the muscles will be built up during good sleep. You To make it a habit, you can think about doing it Every morning, so when you get up, first thing you do is you do your little exercise and do a 20-minute exercise on HIT high-intensity training, maybe every other day. And the other one in between, you do a core training because very often we are focusing on our legs or on our arms or maybe on the chest mus muscle, but not the core overall. And um, this is the most important. If your core is working well, then you can... Um, exercise a lot more with all the extremities that are connected to your core. On the, I'm going to link a book which is uh, quite good. Um, it's called "You Are Your Own Gym" from from Mark Lorraine. He's basically the one who invented um, the HIT training. And um, if you want to work on this on your own, this is a nice book to get a clue about this. The On the other hand, you can do some uh, stretching, maybe some uh, Qigong. I prefer yoga. Um, if you have never done yoga so far, um, I'm inviting you for the Zanzibar yoga in this November. In um, We will have around 10 people at my lodge in Zanzibar, in Kizimkazi, where the other podcasts were recorded. And um, we will have a about one week yoga retreat with um, two times a day, two hours yoga so that you can get used to some um, practices that you can take home after your vacation. I'm going to link to that. And if you're interested, drop me a line. Furthermore, nutrition. And we could do podcast and podcast and podcast about this. Um, my recommendation is listen to the Model Health Show by Sean Stevenson. Um, he has some really good nutrition ideas, tips and tricks and how to do. If you make it simple, try not to mix carbohydrates and fats all the time, but do either one so that your body can either produce uh, glucagon or insulin. Insulin is... Um, is uh, trying to reduce your blood sugar level. So if you're eating lots of sugar, the sugar goes into your blood, it's reducing it and um, it's trying to burn it right away. If there's too much, it's um, making sugar into fat. Everything that is already fat will be stored right away. So as soon as you mix sugar and fat, all the fat is directly stored somewhere in your body, preferably in your belly. Interesting is it's the same with light products. So as soon as you use Coke Light or Pepsi Light, whatever, um, oh, in, in the US you call it diet. So diet Coke or diet Pepsi, all these diet products, they raise your insulin level as well. And um, if you eat something fatty and drink diet, it will make all the fat be stored in your body right away. The other way around is if you are not eating any sugar, then your blood sugar level drops and your body produces glucagon. And 
Many people in our society have a real big problem to do the switch from insulin production to glucagon production. And so we are never producing actually glucagon and um, we are, some of us, us even lost the ability to produce the uh, glucagon. And so there's always insulin in the blood and um, we have to keep eating sweet stuff all the time. And it doesn't matter how much you're training, you're never losing weight because you're not burning the stored fat. So if you don't eat sugar then glucagon is is trying to raise your blood sugar level and it does so by um, taking fat out of your body, splitting it up to sugar so it can be burned. Whatever you eat, try to eat it as close to nature as possible. I think this is one of the most simple rules because as most of the stuff that you can buy, which is already produced... So if you if you eat pasta, it doesn't look like wheat anymore. So it's better to buy wheat and make something out of wheat so that you have to process it yourself. If you do that on your own, then you know what's in there. Many, very often you're not using so many steps between the stuff looking like nature and when you eat it. And um, the more pro process you, you the more you process it in between the more of the micronutrients you lose so if you do this yourself you will have more nutrition in the food you eat and approximately you won't add as much sugar and um, um, this is a problem that even in the sour stuff we eat very often there's lots of sugar in there and it's really hard to have a healthy diet when you eat processed food. So try to buy stuff that looks like it grow, it has grown in nature and try to make your own food out of this. And, um, well, all of that should bring you in the position to focus on your mind and get some good ideas and have the energy to really live up to this. Let me know what you think about this. You can still visit the website um, simplicityofhappiness.com if you're not sure how to write this ask Dr. Google go to the English version you'll see your big green button on the right if you hit this you can send me a voicemail or you will see a um, ask me anything button on the on the blog and you can drop me a mail I'm more than happy to answer your questions or talk about a topic that you would like Next week, we're going to Australia and I'm going to interview Ben, who does what he loves, gave up his career and became a beer brewer and is now doing a career in craft beer. Interesting guy and he's living the simplicity of happiness. So stay tuned for this. Take out your phone and rate on iTunes. Please, iTunes rating help so much to get this podcast distributed even further. And I soon want it to be better than my German podcast, since there are so many more English speakers that should be possible. Enjoy your week. I hope to hear you or talk to you again in a week. Take care. And remember... 
You only.